This is episode number 27 of the Hustling for Happiness podcast, how to create a breakthrough in any area of your life. Hello, beautiful people. This is Chris Teich, the creator of Hustling for Happiness. And if you're unfamiliar with what that is, Hustling for Happiness is a personal development website where I write blog articles to inspire you to get after your goals and dreams each and every day. But if you don't have time to read the blog, then I record the articles for you right here on the podcast. So let's get into episode number 27, how to create a breakthrough in any area of your life. We all have goals and set goals. We must find a way to achieve them. Unfulfilled desire is a major cause of depression and unhappiness in most people's lives. And I strongly believe that there is no chemical drug out there that can reproduce the feeling of achieving our goals and dreams. Fulfilling dreams is what we are all after. Once we do fulfill those dreams and begin to thrive in the areas of our life that mean the most to us, then it's safe to say we have experienced a breakthrough. Breakthroughs are those moments in time when the impossible becomes possible. And if anyone wants to thrive in any area of life, they must reach a point of breakthrough where they will not settle for anything less than extraordinary in that area. Whether you desire a breakthrough in your health, business, relationships, emotional well-being, finances, or career, there are three fundamental steps to breakthrough to feel lasting success. Number one, your strategies. I love researching people who have achieved success. More specifically, I love finding out their strategies, you know, blueprints and shortcuts that not only help people get more done in a short amount of time, but also create a path towards a desired goal. What is it that gets some people to succeed while others fail who seem to have equal enthusiasm or passion for the desired tasks or goals? They have insights, distinctions, and strategies that allow them to move faster and achieve more quickly. For example, think of someone who was born very poor, without any form of education, and had emotional and financial challenges, but somehow found a way to be highly successful and live an inspired life. I don't believe that that's luck. Luck is what you do for a day or a week, and, you know, opportunity happens to find you, maybe the heavens open up, but strategies are what make it consistently happen for decades. A strategy can be found in the simplest or slightest distinction, and it can happen in an instant. So here's another example of some strategies. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of strategies for losing weight, and most of them are proven to work if you work them. We aren't at a loss for any strategies. There are gyms and fitness clubs on every single corner. Yeah, they might be closed right now because of coronavirus, but you know what I mean. There are dietitians, health coaches, training videos, books, audiobooks, podcasts, etc., etc. Yet, 65% of the United States is overweight and 33% are classified as obese and those numbers are growing. I think the problem for most people is that that they don't have a strategy is that they have a strategy that works for them and they're not acting upon it. 
Why? Because of the next step. The story that they tell themselves. Number two, your stories. We all have stories, inner dialogues and narratives we tell ourselves about why we can or cannot do or achieve something in our lives. Whether we believe we can or can't, we are usually right. That's because our expectation controls our focus, perceptions, and the way in which we feel and act. When a person succeeds, it's because they have the right strategy, and usually they found it because they have a story going on in their head that it was possible or that they can make it happen. Often, people don't lose weight because they have a narrative or a story like, I'm big boned. When you have that as your core belief system, then you will never find a strategy. And even if you do, you certainly won't follow through on it because the story isn't right. Now, here's the thing. Your story may be true. You may have been through a horrific experience, but that's not the reason why you can't have the life you want. Example, you might have had a bad breakup maybe four years ago. But that isn't the reason you haven't found the passion-filled, the loving relationship you deserve. You don't have that relationship you deserve yet because the breakup was the reason or the cause for the disempowering story that you now tell yourself and have been for four years. A disempowering story is one of the things that controls people and makes them stuck in their beliefs. Beliefs which were normally caused from a bad experience that were replayed and felt enough times to be accepted by the subconscious mind as truth. Most people tell a story in a selective way so that they don't ever have to maximize their effort towards a strategy because they're afraid that they're going to fail. In order to get out of a story, it's very simple. You have to start telling a new one. A new story can only be triggered by a hunger and a desire. If someone wants something strong enough, they will break through and break out of that old story that's been limiting them for so long. Which brings us to number three, your state. Now, whether you have an empowering story or a disempowering one is influenced most powerfully by the mental and emotional state you're in at this moment in time. As humans, we all have and develop emotional patterns or moods that are mental or emotional states that tend to filter how we look at life in our lives. These states influence the stories that we make up about who we are, what we're capable of, and what we can achieve or not. The states we go into most often turn into the most powerful filter of all. They determine whether we find the strategies necessary to succeed and whether or not we will come up with a story that will empower us. The question then becomes, what is it we can do to change our state of mind when we're not able to maximize our true potential? Now, one of the greatest scientific discoveries has been that you can change your emotional mood with a radical change in your physiology. So this leads to the next topic in the blog. It's called breath and stress. For people who are experiencing stress at any given moment, a form of relief can be to change your physiology. So 
Take a couple of deep breaths, really deep breaths, all the way down to the bottom of your stomach, just beneath your belly button. Breathe all the way down to that place. Most people only apparently use 20% of their lung capacity taking small, short breaths. However, 70% of the body's toxins can actually be released when taking a full breath. I repeat, 70% of the body's toxins are released when you take a full breath. By taking the time to fill your lungs and release, you can not only improve your health, but radically decrease the anxiety being felt in that moment. There's so many ways, too, to change your physiology. Motion stimulates emotion. So if you're feeling down, if you're feeling anxious, move. Do something. Working out, for example, or running releases so many chemicals and gives you that quote-unquote runner's high after a good workout, it's because you chose to move your body. And the effect of you moving your body releases different chemicals that help change and switch your state. Your state from anxiety and depression to all of a sudden you're moving around, dopamine is released from the brain, and then you get that quote-unquote runner's high. It's an instant way to be able to change your state and also your focus. Now, the second thing that affects our state when we choose, I'm sorry, the second thing that affects our state is what we choose to focus on. So here's a good example. If you've ever been to a funeral and you're honoring someone you cared about, everybody there is in a very sad state. They're very emotional, they're very upset. Then afterwards, maybe at the reception, someone tells a story about something that the person used to do which was extremely funny and humorous. And then everybody goes from tears to laughter. Oh, that guy was such a prankster. He was so funny. And like, okay, well, what happened? Their states changed. And our states can change in an instant. So as the saying goes, energy flows where attention goes. What's wrong is always available in life. But so is what's right. Whatever we choose to focus on affects our state, which then affects the story we have about who we are and what's possible or not. And then from that story, we often determine whether or not we will maximize our capabilities and the strategies that will help us achieve what we're truly after in a massive way. Learning and training to put yourself in a peak state consistently is one of the greatest gifts that you can give to yourself and to your life. It could transform your stories and in turn give you the strategies to break through. So if you desire to break through, then you must summon that self-discipline and remember these fundamentals. If you change your strategy, you change your result. If you change your story, you change your life. If you change your state, you change it all. I hope this episode has brought you some value. Please, please, please share the content with those that you think may need it. I'm trying to grow this brand as big as I can so that I can impact as many people as I can. And also, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter. It's chris.teich. So my friends, keep changing your strategies. Keep changing your story. Keep tending to and changing your state. And as always, keep hustling for happiness. Peace.